I'm Derek. And I'm Melissa. And you're listening to Season 2 of 7 Minutes on Earth. Our time begins in 3, 2, 1. Episode 78, How to Know if You're a Follower. So Derek, um, we are talking about, as you just stated, how to know that you are a follower of Jesus. How do you want to uh, set this up? Because this came to light in a very practical way recently. It did. It did. We were, uh, well, we were having a conversation with a couple who were looking to get married and they wanted you to officiate. And I have a pretty strict rule. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, every pastor has different rules. Right, you have criteria. To, criteria. Mm-hmm. You, you have to go by what your conscience is. Right. In my view, if someone's asking for a pastor to marry them, mm-hmm. they're really seeking some sort of a ministerial blessing mm-hmm. on their union. Yeah. And for yeah. that, uh, it's just developed for me through 30 years, but mm-hmm. for that, I only marry two followers of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't marry two non-believers. Right. I don't marry a believer and a non-believer. Yeah. I only marry two followers. Yeah. And I have a document that outlines what it means to be a follower. Mm-hmm. And um, it never ceases to amaze me. I tell people what the very first question is going to be for the very first right. premarital session. Right. The very first question is, tell me how you met Jesus and how he changed your life. Right. And um, I never think it's a hard question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently. It's kind of difficult it, for some folks. A lot of folks kind of get freaked out by it. You know, it, at first I thought maybe it was because people, um, Christ followers, uh, are typically maybe not real comfortable with sharing their testimony. You know, how did that happen? Or maybe they just haven't practiced doing that. You know, they know, but they've never kind of gone out of the way. Hey, I want to share with you how this happened and how it changed my life. We don't ask hidden questions. No. We know we're not uh, in Mm -hmm. the business. You know, in some places, someone will ask something like that. And you're like, okay, what is it that you want to hear? Right. Yeah. And a lot of these couples, they think, well, I really, look, this is, I just want to get married. So whatever this is, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, what, I hope you give me some tips, but in all honesty, I'm just trying to get through this. Right. Right. Um, But we don't ask hidden questions. I'm not, there's nothing, there's not an answer I'm looking for. Right. Other than how did you meet Jesus and right, how did he change right. your life? It's pretty clear, yeah. And so, um, but the challenge with that is that there's also no hiding. And so if mm-hmm. someone's like, well, you know, um, I'm afraid of hell or, well, I grew up in the church or, mm-hmm. well, I was baptized once or, well, I, yeah, yeah. you know, my family is this or that, mm-hmm. that really doesn't answer the question. It doesn't. So the, the question doesn't. is pretty straightforward. How yeah. did you meet Jesus? Mm-hmm. And then... How did he change your life? Yeah. So that really prompted uh, this conversation, mm-hmm. this episode, because unfortunately, uh, we just couldn't marry this particular couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, my prayer is that obviously through this, we were able to share the gospel, share mm-hmm. share witness. But uh, it occurred to us that a lot of people may not actually know yeah. what it means to be, a follower. to be a follower of Jesus. Right. So, um, Melissa, why don't you kick things off? What does it mean to be a follower of Jesus? Um, well, straightforward and to the point, it just means his will above my own, mm, you know, whatever, right. whatever that looks like, however uncomfortable that might be, you know, when we talk about, um, you know, maybe making a move or, um, making a change in like where we're going to live and those questions and answers aren't always fun. And it's kind of scary because it's new or it's unknown. But if you feel certain down in your heart that God is asking you to do this, you just got to go with that and trust that he's going to be there with you. Yeah. Ultimately, it's all about replacing your first love, right? Right. Yeah. So when, when I ask you, know, how did you meet Jesus? That mm-hmm. story can change from person to person. Everybody right. comes to faith differently. We've mm-hmm. heard enough 
stories of, of great believers who came to faith and just mm-hmm. heard so many different roads there. Right. But it's funny how the once you meet him, right. the requirement for following him is pretty much the same. And it's really about um, who am I going to love the most? Mm-hmm. And so we lay ourselves down and we just say, well, I'm going to love him the most. Now, right. that sounds as if it's all on us. And the answer is there's nothing you can do Right. You, to you earn your earn way it. to salvation. You, you can't, can't go through a checklist and continue to mark them off. And, you, you can't be like, no. oh, I'm good enough. Right. I'm a really nice moral person. Right. I try to live right. Mm-hmm. Like None of those answers suffice because you're talking about a holy God. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the beauty of meeting Jesus is that you you know that. When yeah. you meet Jesus and you start to realize, oh, wait a second, I actually, there's there's not a whole lot I can do. Yeah. But the one thing I can do is I can not only accept his love for me, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are willing to do, yeah. but I have decided that he is going to be my first love. Right. And because he's my first love, he is, and this is what the Bible says, he's Lord over my life. Over my life, yeah. And the, the Bible says that when you put that sentiment in a prayer, mm-hmm. you say it with your mouth, you believe it in your heart, you say, okay, God, I, Jesus, you are who you say you are. Mm-hmm. I believe that you're resurrected. I believe you have the power to, to life and death. Mm-hmm. And um, and so you get me. Right. When you right. lose your life, you gain it. You gain it. You save it. Yeah. And there is like, well, how do I lose my life? How does that work? Well, uh-huh. again, all, what you're really saying is exactly what you said earlier. Your will be done. So whenever I have a decision, I'm going to see what you think about it first. Mm-hmm. And Listen, not everybody gets this right 100% of the time. Right. We, we still make mistakes. It's still this wrestling with, as the Bible puts it, your old self. That's right. It's like the shadow that wants to follow you around and say, hey, remember when we when we did this, this was fun. But you know in this new life that Christ has given you, that's not the way. Yeah. That did not benefit me, and I don't need that. And the fundamental decision right. has already been made. Like yeah. there, there are moments where you wrestle with it, uh-huh. but the basic decision, who am I going to live to please? Mm-hmm. That has been settled. And that yeah. is a decision that, that we are privileged to be able to make. Mm-hmm. Not many make it. The, you know, the, the gate is narrow. But it really is what it's all about. And so to go, okay, I can't earn this, but I'm going to give you my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to love you as best I can. And mm-hmm. the moments where I don't love you well, Jesus, when I, the moments where I don't love you well, God, by your son, Jesus, mm-hmm. who saved me, mm-hmm. right? Saved me from what? From myself, my sin, right. all of me being in control of me. Um the good news is I know because you're in me mm-hmm. that your Holy Spirit's going to lead me through it. Yeah. I'm going to ask for forgiveness. Right. And you you love me actually more than I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the phenomenal thing. We think we're giving up so much. I'm going to give up my life. But you're gaining so much more. You're gaining so much more. You're gaining so much more. There's a peace there's an assurance of knowing that, yeah, in your spirit, in your future, it is settled. It's, it is settled. It's finished. You know, it's you might still continue to have difficult times. Those come as perhaps consequences from your past, but hey, you're not alone through those. And that's awesome. Yeah. You don't belong to you anymore. No. And that's a really beautiful thing. That's good news. Mm.